Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Gab Uncensored. I'm Gabby and I have here with me Jake Kel- Kelfer. I want to say it right. Kelfer? Yeah, Kelfer. He is a, a best-selling author. Uh, he has written two books. One was Elevate Beyond and the second, which just came out last week, was Elevate Your Network. And that one is Climbing in uh in in amazon i noticed i i did a little stalking um basically i just want to hear you know i like the vibe i've i've like i said internet stalked you a bit and i like the content that you're putting out and i just kind of want to hear your your journey and your story like how i definitely have said in my past that i want to write a couple of books so how did you go from well, not being an author to being an author. Like I want to hear, I want to hear your story. Absolutely. Well, Gabby, it's great to it's great to converse with you. I'm excited for uh, for our conversation. But um, but yeah, when I to be honest, when I was growing up, um, I graduated college in 2015, and when I was in college, I didn't have any expectation of being an author. One year removed from college, which is when I released my first book, and now three or four years removed when I launched my second book. But what I what I did always know is that I wanted to have an impact. And that's kind of where the the author journey begins for me is I was working for the Los Angeles Lakers. It was my first job out of college. And nice. one night I was sitting down. Yeah, yeah, it was super fun. Big basketball guy from LA. So it was super awesome to, to be in that experience. But one day I came home from, from work and, and I thought to myself, you know, I'm working for the Lakers, my favorite sports franchise in the world, but I'm not having the impact on people that I know one, I'm capable of becoming and two that I want to have. Gotcha. So I really, I really focused on saying, you know, what do I know and how can I help people? And those questions put me on the trajectory to write what would become my first book, Elevate Beyond. And then kind of once that book came out, which that book is all about how to stand out in the job market and discover your passion. And once that book kind of came out, it kind of opened me to the world of, um, you know, digital marketing, entrepreneurship, writing books, public speaking, that whole online world um, of, of being an entrepreneur in that area. And um, one thing led to the next, and over the past two years, uh, since my first book came out, I've created a secondary NBA draft combine to help players sign their first pro contract. And I've also now just released my second book, which is all about relationships that'll help you increase your happiness. And the idea behind that book um, is really just to, to kind of come full circle with my belief that everybody needs people. <laughs> you need people to have success. You need people to support you. You need people to, to put you down so you can climb back up. You need people that are going to push you. Um, and the, the people that you surround yourself with really do make or break uh, the success you can have. For um, sure. Which I believe is is created within your own decisions and your own choices. So, so that's a little bit about kind of how I got into the writing and kind of what what's been going on since uh since the first one gotcha so in your like from working with the the nba and you know meeting all these i'm sure inspirational motivational people that just kind of gave you like i want to be doing something more i don't just want to be here on the sidelines like you know helping other people achieve their dreams like i want to help a, a broader spectrum of you know the human race kind of thing like i totally. like to me writing a book is like you really want to put yourself out there 
totally and it, it's it's a little scary i'm not even i'm not even gonna lie about that it's a little scary to to release a book to release some of your content out there i mean for me what it what it really was is i've known for a very long time that i don't want to be average i want to be extraordinary i want to do something with my one life the one life i'm given that's going to change the world i i really am passionate about uh whatever it was going to be i knew that i wanted to be the best at whatever it was and do it for as long as i possibly could So with that mentality in mind, being able to write these books really has helped me spread a message. And when it comes to writing a book, it's a reflection of of who I am as a person. And so for me it's it's a it's an incredible honor and blessing to have two books out now in the world that are read all over which is so cool but at the same time it's amazing to know that that these books are are changing lives that these books are helping people get jobs figure out what they want to do that, that these books are helping people improve their relationships fine tune their relationships craft new relationships like that's just validating everything that that I'm setting out to achieve and the most beautiful part about this whole thing is that this is just the beginning for me and I have some incredible visions for what I want to try to really do and how I can try to impact the world but it starts with one action at a time and each action continues to build and build and build right it's like a snowball effect and i'm sure the feedback has been incredible you know because when someone reads it and it sparks something i always say i might not be able to change the world but if i can spark the brain or the thinking of someone who can or spark someone's life to change then i i'm i'm doing what what makes me happy i'm doing what i think i'm here for Yeah, I love I love the way you framed that too, Gabby. I think I think that's really great because, you know, I I talk a lot about this idea of smiling and, and positive energy. And I'm not I'm not the only one. There's there's millions of people that that do that. But what's what's really fascinating is when you look at the signs of happiness and you understand that that one smile, one smile when you're on the phone. If I'm smiling at you, you can actually feel that through the phone. It's scientifically proven that that can happen. So so one that's an incredible thing. So so we should be always smiling more. The second thing is is smiles are contagious. So so one of our smiles may make somebody else's day, right? Because we don't know what someone's going through, but by our willingness to smile at someone, one it can make their day, two it can be set as as a contagious start. And that person can smile, and then the people that they smile at and it, and it just grows exponentially and eventually what the idea is is that if we can spread more happiness, if we can spread more positivity even in the midst of challenges which life can be hard i get that but if we can try to really focus and choose to be on the happier side choose to be on the smiling side then we can program our brains and hopefully help other people program their brains to really focus on the positive effects of impacting others and that's really where power and change can can come into play right yeah so your thing is is the smile thing and i've read about that too i don't know if you probably have done your homework too but i'm a psych major so obviously i've studied human behavior and and thought and and gestures and how people's energy can definitely impact others so my thing is i don't think enough people get hugged on a daily basis so i'm a hugger i'm not a huge you know i have horrible rbf but i am a big hugger and i think that when someone even if it's someone that you just met 
or someone that you ran into on the train or you ran into at the grocery store and they're just having a bad day and you just listen to them for a second and then just give them that quick hug. Some people go days or even weeks without human contact, without feeling, uh, you know, compassion or feeling warmth or feeling just kindness in a physical way from from another person and like hugs to me when you're having a really bad day if someone genuinely wants to hug you it can totally reset your energy and bring you to a just a way better place yeah i i love hugs i i would say i'm a i'm a smiler and a and a high fiver or fist bump guy definitely, <laughs> yeah. definitely more than the hugs but but i love the I love the hugs because the hugs is, is just a little bit more intimate, right? And it can really have that that effect, that that brief moment when you can really connect with someone through a hug. Like that's that's an extraordinarily powerful gift to be able to share with someone. Obviously a fist bump's great, a high five's great. You can never give too many of those, but there's there is definitely something about that that element of the hug. Yeah. You know, I mean, and it goes to my mind, like when you said you're a hugger, I think of like when I meet a friend's mom for the very first time or I or I'm going to a family function and, and you see relatives you haven't seen in years right and you just go straight for the hugs there's there's always something where you remember that right because it makes you feel as the huggy right the person that's being hugged that that you are valued that, that you have that sense of and of that you're worth. welcomed into the space and exactly. that you know they're they're they are happy to have you around them absolutely I, I completely agree and it always always feels good. I mean, at the end of the day, as humans, we have our basic desires to feel loved, to feel wanted, to feel valued, to be heard. And and a hug can, can definitely help with that um, in terms of helping people understand their, their worth and their value in that given moment. Right. Yeah, for sure. So one of the one of the things that I think we touched on a little bit when we first emailed was, you know, just having being on the same wavelength as far as human connection and how it increases happiness and i always say you know you're you're one of eight billion but you're also one of one meaning mm. there is no one like you but be humble enough to realize that there are eight billion other people on the planet who are you know struggling and striving for happiness and striving for i don't know to to be whole a lot of people don't feel whole and i think that's where the pain the anger the angst you know all the negative feelings come from is that they feel like there is something missing in their life so as a human being and as a friend to my friends i just tried to figure out what is it that you're missing and how can i maybe help you find it yeah i think that's i think that's a great kind of a great way to to look at different things and I, and I love you you're one in 8 billion but you're also one of one and I think that's so true and I think I think one of the things that that I kind of like to go back on is you know when we think of one in 8 billion I think of Look, there are going to be people that you're going to talk to in life. There are going to be people that don't support you. There are going to be people that try to put you down. There are going to be people that don't want to help you in your achieve your dreams. As a matter yeah. of fact, they're going to actually tear your dreams apart before they even know who you are. Well, guess what? There's 8 billion other people to go talk to. I talk a lot about this when I talk with to entrepreneurs or when I talk to college students going for their jobs and in the networking phase. And it's like, look, just because an investor isn't interested in you right now or someone's not interested in talking to you, there's two things that can mean. One, it could be no, not yet, or two, could mean just move on because there's somebody else that is out there for you another it's thing that, better yeah 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 exactly and and you know it's it's not about finding 
a million people that that want to support you at that given time sometimes you just need to get one person to support you all it takes is one person to make a difference in your life it takes one person to believe in you that will lift you up it takes one person to tear you down and make you feel like you aren't anything so when you really get down to it why can't we each be that person for everybody else right and yes. and it's hard there's pressure that comes with this there's there's anxiety that comes with it there's there's nerves that can come with it there's there's the the doubt of can i solve everyone's problem but at the same time if we don't try we never can solve anybody's and if we might as well put ourselves out there give ourselves give ourselves the platform to to try to at least be there for other people and also be there for ourselves right like like that's also something that's so important in relationships is we have to be able to to be self-aware of who we are and what we bring to the table in all aspects of our life not just in one and we also have to be willing to to go for it right so i think i think those are those are huge things because you know when we think about ourselves as individuals we are the people that talk to ourselves more than anybody else we are the voice that talks to us yes. more in our head and if we're not putting the positive thoughts in our head who's going to do it for us yeah i did we, a whole right? episode on self talk because i read this book by uh another great author uh Gary John Bishop I think is his name and he wrote Unfuck Yourself and it's just amazing how he talks about a lot of the book which it's an audiobook it's probably only four and a half hours it's a great short read it's very it's good content is packed into it he talks about self talk and how it's the most important voice in your life and that you have to if your self talk is broken you have to actively work to fix it because it will drastically change your life. I I couldn't agree more and like as a matter of fact like like to be to be 100% honest with with you and and everyone that's listening like when I wake up my alarm clock talks to me. So so my alarm clock goes off at 5:32 every morning Monday through Friday and on it the first thing that I see when I turn over to click to turn it off it says today is going to be a great day you're you're awesome. Mm-hmm. Just because the first thought I want in my mind is to be a positive thought. At at 2:53 in the afternoon because I I typically hit a little bit of a lull in the afternoon after being up pretty early. I have another alarm that goes off and that alarm tells me to keep smile, to have fun, to live in the moment, to enjoy the journey and to keep going. I always put triggers in my life that allow me to continue to be motivated by the voice inside my head. Outside of my bedroom door, I have a list of things that I read before I go to the bathroom in the first thing in the morning. I want to do everything I can to prime myself for that positive self-talk, for that positive day. because if i can start off positive i'm setting the stage for what's to come through the rest of that day and that's something that's so powerful that that some people listening may be like wow jake you're you're crazy you're ridiculous but it's like well you know it's what? like yeah people think it's very like guruish and 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 kind of like cheesy to do you know all this positivity work or whatever i'm i would say i i fall somewhere in the middle like I am a live in the moment realist kind of person so I know like not every day is going to be amazing. I know that life, you know, is struggle and a big part of of life daily life for some people can be struggling. And so I just say be in the moment and instead of looking at your struggle or your problem or your hurdle as a problem, think of it like if you can come up with a solution to a problem then you don't really have a problem you just kind of have an excuse so mm-hmm. just stop yourself when you start kind of oh getting down or something happens and you get in that negative mindset just 
reset to neutral. You don't need to be like happy and have rainbows coming out of your ears, but reset to neutral and say, how can I, what's the first step that I can do to make this better for myself? Just be real, Agreed. just be really real with it. And I think, yeah, go and ahead, that, go ahead. I like where you're going, fire step, me up. That actionable step of that first thing that you decide, okay, this is what I can do, will instantly change your mood. Again, you might not have rainbows coming out of your ears, but you will feel empowered and capable of handling it. Yeah, let me let me even go one one step further here, because because I agree. I think I think life life can be hard, and sometimes we get in these funks. And no matter how much we prime our brain, we don't prime our brain. We self talk, we don't self talk. No matter where anybody falls on that spectrum, there's gonna be good days and there's gonna be bad days, regardless of what you do to prepare. It's what happens in those very moments that you decide to to go forward. And I think something that that a lot of people don't talk about. I think you've talked about it actually. Um, is if, if you need to recharge in some capacity, recharge, right? Like if, if as for me as an entrepreneur, like I, I put on my own schedule, I work a lot. It's, it's great, it's got its ups and downs. It comes with the perks of being an entrepreneur. It comes with the loneliness of being an entrepreneur to a certain extent. There are days where even if I prime myself, I'm like, gosh, this takes, today's a tough day or I, or I lose a potential deal or I get, you know, I get beaten in a, in a competition or something, right? Or I lose, lose a piece of business or whatever it may be that put my, set my, set my mood into a negative swing. Sometimes I need to just chill for a second. I need to go on a long walk and refresh. Like it's not always about no matter what your profession is. If you if you if you work a nine to five, if you're on your own, it's not always about go go go. It's about go reflect and keep going. Right. It's about living in the moment while pursuing greatness. It's about going after your definition of success while having fun along the ride. And I think that that's that's something that we we get we lose sight of sometimes because of social media because of. The, the podcasts sometimes we listen to, the people we surround ourselves with. And I think it's so important that sometimes we just gotta do us and we gotta find it and be okay with, maybe our methods are a little different than someone else. Yes. Maybe our refresh is different. Maybe we go to sleep earlier than someone else. Maybe we wake up earlier. Maybe we eat a different food. Maybe we like a different candy. Maybe we like to drink a specific type of alcohol, smoke a cigar. Whatever your technique is, that's okay. What's important though is you acknowledge that, that there is that moment of re recharge, rejuvenation. There is that moment of, okay, how can I acknowledge what's going on and continue to pursue that excellent, that definition of success that you've created because it's something that you believe in, in your core. Yes. I would say, you know, we're all human, but we're all in our own lane. Meaning my journey is not gonna be the same as yours or the same as someone else's and that's okay. And you shouldn't worry about comparing yourself. You know, some people are gonna go and do yoga when they're stressed out. And some people are gonna go and have a glass of wine and it's not up to one or the other to judge the opposite. And I think that doing what makes you feel the best as far as health wise, meaning your mental health, your physical health, do what's best for you. Try to not adopt, you know, unhealthy coping mechanisms for dealing with stress. I talked about that recently. You know, try to find a way of not only problem solving. I mean, we learned that in grade school. You learn how to problem solve. And, and that's one of the things in school that is practical for life is learning, okay, this just happened. Instead of freaking out, instead of having a meltdown, instead of complaining and whining or going and doing something destructive, what can I do to go through this instead of running away from it or going around it? How can I make it better to where either it doesn't happen again or I can change the outcome of it? Just some, something productive. 
And another thing that I listened to in that audiobook um, from Gary John Bishop was be more assertive in your own life so that life isn't happening to you. You are an active player in your life. You are, I mean, you're the boss. So don't let life happen to you. Be more assertive and don't be a victim. I think that's important mm-hmm. for a lot of people just for like a mental strength kind of vibe. Yes. The the thing that that intrigues me about that and I kind of paused there for a second, but but I think it's it's important to bring up is that we can't control everything. Like, no. like no matter no matter how much we want to do, we we can't control. There are things no matter how much effort we put in, no matter how many actions we take that are out of our control. And what we can control though is how we respond to to those different moments and it's what we do in that response that will get us back on track that'll help us continue to keep going that'll help us pivot that'll help us make those those conscious decisions that'll help us continue to get better but what i think what i think is something that that i've been really trying to to understand here is the world like you said it, it it's such a and, and I'm trying to really articulate this because I want this message to, to come across the right way. I think the, the world is, is a beautiful thing, a beautiful place, and it's and it's up to us as individuals to, to choose how we want to react to the moments, the opportunities, and the seconds of every day that come forward in our lives. And I think if we can really try to move forward in those moments, to continue to see them, and to continue to keep going, regardless of what may have happened, even if it causes us angst, stress, or puts us in a negative state of mind, I think that's where we can really differentiate what we're trying to do from what we're able to achieve. Yes, for sure. It's all about, to me, it's all about action and not sitting and dwelling on things. Um, So to change gears a little bit, I wanted to talk to you about something in your email, your initial email, you said you grew up and your mother was a social worker and I just wanted to know like how that impacted your life or affected you. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you bring that up. It was funny because my mom and I we were we were just having a conversation about this about this today, actually, which is which is the craziest thing. So my mom, my mom is uh, was a clinical social worker. She had her own practice and she was also a graduate, um, uh, graduate professor at the University of Southern California Graduate School of Social Work. And growing up with a mom in that line of work has been uh, truly incredible. I mean, she is she is a saint of a woman. I love her to death, but she's she's one of the most influential people in my life, hands down. And it's funny as I come into my own and starting to do more educating and more speaking and really studying positive psychology and relationships. It's funny how that kind of has led me to really understanding everything that she did. I always kind of saw what she did, but I never understood why. And now I'm starting to understand the why. So it's it's been pretty pretty incredible, but I mean, she's she's the one when I am in the go 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 mentality, she says, "Take a breath and enjoy the moment." You know, live live along the journey and have fun along the way, right? She's that person. She's the person that when I was playing sports, her and my dad, you know, if, if even if I wasn't great or regardless how good I was at a certain sport, they'd be like, "Jake, no matter what happens, we still love you right so so they they instilled these these incredible values in me and my mom being a psychologist being a social worker really plays and has played a big part into who i am and also i think a lot of who i'm becoming um as i get older and and hopefully more wise uh through through the research i've been i've been researching i'm sure and just to make like a crazy 
comparison, you know, I had sort of the opposite experience childhood wise and growing up. And it's to me mind blowing how, you know, someone who came from my beginnings and someone who came from your beginnings can be so very much so on the same wavelength and sort of wanting and being in a position or putting ourselves in a position where we can help other people and reach other people and make other people's lives better. But if you looked at, you know, the timeline and the experiences that we and what we were exposed to, it's like it would be night and day. I just I just can hear it from what you're telling me about your parents and I just think that, you know, from a a place of knowing a lot of people judge your beginnings or judge where you come from or judge what your, you know, family sort of status is, let this just be like a wow moment of look at these two people coming from completely different backgrounds, completely different family life and childhood. And they're both sort of... I wouldn't say we're in the same space, but on different channels. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. I just think that's awesome. I do too. I think, I think that's what's so cool is you never know someone's story until you know their story. You never know how you might be able to connect with someone until you start talking with someone. And I think that's something that's that's so cool. Like just the amount of sheer coincidences. Like, like I listened to, I came across you because of an interview you did with Case who I've, I've been in touch with uh, for a couple years now and I messaged you and you know it was kind of like yes I like kind of what you're doing how can I be a part of it like can I share my story what's going on and then you know now here we are we've chatted a little bit we've exchanged DMs on Instagram you know and now now here we are and this is only going to lead to to who knows what but it's but it's just truly incredible the the power of connection and and the power of just kind of going for certain things regardless of where you come from or where you're going but the action you take in the moment along the way and I think that that's uh, so it's so cool like at the end of the day, it's just it's just super cool how things can work out like that if you're willing to give it a try yes life is all about just to come full circle you know I'm sure exactly what your book is based on is just making connections and networking with other human beings for kind of like the greater good or the vision that you see in your life as far as impacting others it just kind of all comes full circle. It's all about connection. It's all about other human beings at the end of your life. You're not gonna be thinking about how amazing your Lamborghini was. You're gonna be thinking about the love that you shared and the moments that you shared that are memories burned in your brain. That's what you're gonna be focused on. Mm -hmm. So I just, I'm super grateful that you came on and that I'm definitely, I think, is your book available on audio or just paperback? So it's just on paperback and Kindle. Um, the best way to to find it is elevateyournetworkbook.com. And it's on Amazon, everything online, but it's paperback and Kindle. Awesome. Okay, so you guys definitely need to check it out. Um, if you're entrepreneurial and or in the professional world, it doesn't matter. I would... I've gotten the basic gist of the book. I de- like I said, I cyber-stalked you a bit. So it's a great read. I can't wait to get into it. 
Also, if you guys are not already subscribed to my podcast, I'm branching out and just interviewing as many influential, awesome people that I can to bring good content and value to the listeners. So if you're not already subscribed, go on Spotify, go on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or the Anchor app, also on Google Play. For those of you that have Android and not Spotify, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me, Jake. And thank you. Thank you for, for having me. This this was a great um, conversation that I think that I think will be will be pretty impactful for, for people that, that take a listen and really try to soak in everything that, that we talked about um, at the core level. For sure. And I hope you guys have a great day. Thanks for tuning in. See ya.